This podcast is offered by Jikoji Zen Center on the web at jikoji.org. Our programs are made possible by donations from people like you. Is understood so respectively, the wise should understand the difference between these two bodhicittas. For whoever takes up the engaging mind of bodhicitta with the intention never to turn back, from completely liberating the infinite living beings throughout all realms. If even the thought to relieve the headaches of others is a beneficial intention that results in an infinite merit, what can be said of the wish to dispel the immeasurable misery of each and every living being and lead them all to countless good qualities? If the mere intention to benefit others is more meritorious than making offerings to the Buddhas, what can actually be said of striving for the happiness of every single living being? How can we possibly measure the benefits of this jewel of a mind, the source of joy for all living beings and the cure for all their sufferings? Although living beings wish to be free from suffering, they run straight towards the causes of suffering. And although they wish for happiness, out of ignorance, they destroy it like a foe. But for whoever generates a pure mind of faith, the effects of good fortune will increase even more than that. Even when bodhisattvas are faced with great adversity, negativity does not arise. Rather, their virtues naturally increase. I prostrate to those who have generated the holy precious mind of bodhicitta, and I go for refuge to those sources of happiness who bestow bliss even upon those who harm them. Please unmute if you wish to speak. I run straight for the causes of suffering. Even those who harm them. A flash of lightning in the night. Even the intention. It's happiness even for those who harm them. There are two types of bodhicitta and aspiring and engaging.
physical beings become bodhisattvas. Commitment to engage and never turn back. A momentary flash of lightning. There are two kinds of bodhicitta, aspiring bodhicitta and engaging bodhicitta. The moment bodhicitta is generated. I prostrate to those who embody the body of truth. having an intention or doing. The mind of bodhicitta is a cause of joy. Now, perhaps in our own words, um, speaking in the same way, allowing, allowing silence between words um, and speaking to the essence of what, um, of what is really important here for us for each of us, what we felt, whatever we felt about these words, how they, how they speak to us and our practice in this moment, in this at this time. And for other human beings, is the path to our happiness. When I observe the Sangha of aspiring bodhicittas in this room, I felt embraced. I feel the warmth in my heart from hearing these words from others. I feel encouraged to continue. That, that aspiration as a, a soul or a cause, wondering what is that source? What is that 
was the cause of the aspiration. And he said that this is not new. I felt that the Bodhicitta was within me, was coming from within me, and coming from within each of you. When he uh, used the phrase, uh, I forgot, the jewel of, of a mind, immediately one bright pearl echoed back to me. One bright pro. The moment bodhicitta is generated, is this the third noble truth? Is this the ennobling? Is that is it just this? Can it be this simple? I feel reflected and connected to the reverence and the prostration to our teachers and those who have demonstrated deep engagement. It is the journey, not the destination. I feel grateful. This feels like the truth body. How can we measure the benefits, the limitless benefits? Perhaps there are ways. Perhaps we can. Sensing more deeply our profound interrelationships. Feeling enormous gratitude. I wonder if bodhicitta can come and go or be weak and strong. I have a feeling that aspiration and engaging 
go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. There's no night without day. Sitting, caring for others is both. You don't have to be a Buddhist to have bodhicitta. You don't have to have any religion to have bodhicitta. You don't even have to be human to have bodhicitta. Wondering what do we give up when we make this commitment and never turn back? A sense of faith that bodhicitta is evidence believing evidence of things not seen, that the results of bodhicitta cannot be measured, cannot be sensed, but at least by the practitioner, but they exist nonetheless. And suffering in the world is alleviated. Returning with empty hands, with gift bestowing hands, we carry forward bodhicitta. I'm feeling the energy of bodhicitta in this body and through this medium that of words, of language from centuries ago and even before. Also, before words. So, thank you all very much. So carrying with us, um, how we've been today together. And going out into the world for outdoor kinhin. So I think most of you are familiar, but um, there was a question last night and just like to say um, to enjoy 
where the outside is for you and notice what is out there. Pausing perhaps, taking a close look and being open to it. And we'll return in, um, I think we have 30 minutes, 20 minutes. Anyway, there will be a bell. Thank you for listening to this podcast offered by Jokoji Zen Center. Our Dharma talks are offered free of charge, and this is made possible by the donations we receive. Your support helps us to continue to offer the Dharma. For more information about Jokoji, please visit us on the web at jokoji.org.